Welcome back to a bonus episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy. And as usual, you can always reach us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Surviving Empathy Podcast or simply search Chef Bry Comedy. And you can also pitch into the cause a couple bucks a month. If we had 200 people pitching in $2, $3, we would be set, you guys. And we really are trying to do good work for you guys. So if you just come on over, we're on Linktree. Linktree forward slash Chef Bry Comedy. You can find our chip jar there and you can either become a patron or if you want, you can uh, pitch in a couple bucks here and there each month. One dollar, two dollars. It's not, we're not trying to ask for a lot. We're just asking for enough to keep going and keep this going for people. We want this to build into an institution. We are almost there, you guys. We're almost big enough for sponsors, but we've got to keep going. And that's what this is all about, is to help people, to be a resource for good mental health and good, robust living. But as a bonus episode, it was just we were feeling happy. It's summertime, Friday vibes, you know. And so we wanted to just simply talk about some things that are on our mind. Uh, Rebecca is having some issues at work with uh, certain unsavory types of people, and she's going to go into a story about that. And then I'm going to talk about skepticism versus cynicism and uh, all the tribalism in our culture and how we can deal with that. And then lastly, we're going to talk a little bit about politics. I want to talk about the reason why, as universal progressives with a non a political slant why we have to engage even though it's sometimes hard at the end of the day we have to do the the adult thing and fight 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 for best practices and for a world uh before it's too late and so we'll, we'll go into all of that but thank you guys so very much for your friendship and support we will be back september 2nd or 3rd and uh yeah have a good one this is going to be a two-parter we're going to split this in two and let's begin Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a bonus episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Russell, and today I have my beautiful wife and co-host, Rebecca Russell. Please say hello to the folks. Hello, folks. (laughs) (laughs) So, hi, guys. Uh, Welcome back to another episode. We just wanted to do one more bonus episode before we start raring to go for season four. Right now, we're doing a bunch of research Uh, on cryptids and on aliens and all this crazy stuff we're going down the rabbit hole and it's a lot of fun and and you know like i said yesterday on uh instagram the reason why we do these shows because you can find this stuff everywhere you can you can watch the same shows as us you can do the same research as us the difference is is that we do the research so that you don't have to we compile and collate from everywhere, from the internet to TV shows to various books and articles. And so we find out some of the stuff in our research that you may not. And so we're trying to become a comprehensive solution to all of your paranormal and cryptid needs, as well as mental health needs and, uh, you know, empath needs as well. We're trying to be a one-stop shop for you guys so that you guys don't have to go a million different places to find out information. That's what we're here for, you know? We're Encyclopedia Russells. We're Encyclopedia Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so it's a hot summer day. It's actually quite mild, but it's going to reach like the hundreds again. And so while it's still cool and we don't have to turn on the air conditioners and such, we thought, hey, let's just do one more episode, you know? You've kind of been uh, going through some stuff lately, and I wanted to talk about that. Uh, there's a bunch of things that we want to talk about. Today's episode, you guys, is is uh, we're going to first tell you guys about our summer plans, and then we're going to talk about uh, what Rebecca's going through at her job, and uh, we've got a point to that that we're going to make. <clears throat> and then we're going to talk about skepticism uh, and the skeptical community and skepticism versus cynicism and where to draw the line because there's a dude that i follow who's a part of the atheist community and while i am an atheist um i'm a spiritual person and many um atheists are not spiritual at all they mock the entire concept of spiritualism so i want to talk about that a little bit uh and then we're going to talk about our ufo research and why Right now, uh, aliens are taking the front seat to 
uh, our research and, st- and and why the ghosts and cryptids are sort of not taking a backseat, but just why we're getting into that a little bit more than ghosts right now, for example. Of course, we are going to, we have some cryptid episodes on its way, so we're doing that too. But right now, ghosts are taking a back burner to our uh, research for a very valid reason, so we'll talk about that. And then we're going to talk about the slippery slope of belief in magical thinking and where to draw the line. And I've got a little spiel, a little rant about that I want to talk about. You know me. I always got an opinion on something. You uh, know. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> and then at the end of this, we'll talk about the politics and the party of do-nothings and where we uh, lie on that, because there's a couple things going on in politics I wanted to talk about a little bit. We try not to be a political show. We are not your typical liberals who are just trying to bash, bash, bash away. But we're trying to find uh, uh, love and, and compassion in a society that's sometimes lacking it. So the, we'll we'll talk, try to talk about that in the most gingerly way as possible. But, uh, yeah, just I want to start the show off by saying uh, we, we miss you guys. You know, we've had record numbers this summer, but we've also had record lows this summer. Last week, I got like 39 downloads, and then uh, a few weeks before that, uh, I got uh, several hundred. Um, And, uh, you know, that sounds like trash numbers, but you guys got to understand is that we are operating at a level where we're in the top 10th percentile of all podcasts. When you get a certain number, you are operating at a pretty high level. It doesn't seem like a lot, but you have to understand there's a lot of people out there who don't listen to podcasts. They just don't do it. And so we're trying to get people to understand the not only the, the personal coolness and awesomeness that is radio and podcasting, uh, but also we're going to be spreading our wings Spreading our eagle, if you will. Wait, that didn't sound right. <laughs> but we're going to be spreading our wings to the YouTube uh, channel, and we're going to be doing paranormal reviews. And so we're going to be reviewing some of the shows we watch. So on these paranormal reviews, we have, uh, you know, like five or six, maybe seven, I can't remember, uh, points of criteria of believability, how good the show is, you know, uh, how much is it lying or how deceptive mm-hmm. is it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, how comprehensive is it? Is it putting out really good new information? Or is it just recycling trash and doing a bunch of, you know, dramatizations that make it seem more impressive than it really is? We'll go into the weeds of some of the shows that we watch and why we watch it and whether or not it's a good show or not. And uh, we thought about doing that about, like, all the shows, but uh, we're probably just going to pick the big ones and do something more comprehensive because um, I just frankly don't have time to watch every paranormal show out there. I mean, I thought about it. I was like, Jesus Christ, there's like... There's got to be fucking 200 shows out there now, (laughs) you know. So we will uh, let you guys know which ones are worth your time and which ones are maybe on the little more ridiculous side of that. Uh, But, uh, yeah, just uh, it's a happy Friday. It's a happy Friday. Happy Friday (laughs) vibes. It's not Friday. It's a Wednesday. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we we usually uh, in the fall, we go down to California to see Rebecca's parents and we um, visit with friends and all that because that's where we're from originally. And we go down there and, you know, we we just kind of have a good time for a week or so. And, you know, we fly and we rent a car and we have a fun uh, time of it. But uh, this year... Uh, we decided uh, that we don't have the money, we don't have the vacation time saved up, so we decided, well, shit, we got to do something. I remember uh, the other day, we were talking to a friend on Facebook, and she went to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, and we had, you know, I was kind of on the fence of going to a show, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go to the show or not, and and then she talked about, well, you know, you only live once kind of thing, and she, I'm like, you know what, you fucking convinced me, so immediately we uh we got tickets to see allison chain so we're going august 31st to bend oregon to the uh this uh big event it starts at like 4 30 in the afternoon and it goes until late but there's going to be like four bands allison chains breaking benjamin uh bush bush i you know everything's then i don't think so i've still never seen i've never seen them i so. got to see them they uh they opened for back at the santa barbara bowl back in gosh must have been 2001, maybe? Yeah. Something like that, just before wow. culinary school. I was yeah. working at Fatty's Pizza 
I was a delivery driver. But uh, yeah, good band, you know. Uh, everything's in. I don't think so. Um, Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lyrics. But um, but and then there's a band called Thunder Pussy. Uh, okay, <laughs> fine by me. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, and then we're gonna camp. We're gonna do some camping. We um, we 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 secured a spot in this place. Um, in Bend that has this river and then there's a bunch of yurts. Well, they were out of yurts, so we went ahead and got just a regular camping spot. We're going to have to buy a tent because our other tent uh, ripped. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun, a little bit of camping, glamping, if you will, because we're going to bring our futon <laughs> to sleep on. <clears throat> Not the whole futon, just the just the top part. Uh, because, you know, we're in our 40s, man. We can't be not sleeping on the ground. can't sleep on no. the ground, man, you no. know. I mean, I did that in the Army. I I, I, I vowed that I'm never going to do that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just, you know, a few days out in Bend, do a little bit of uh, camping, you know, uh, see some bands. It's going to be a lot of fun, you know, because you only yeah. live once. And uh, since we can't really go do anything fancy, we decided, hey, we got to do something this summer, so... Yep. Well, and once my vacation hours re-up in October, we can do a little something else in October. This yeah. just happened to fall right on my three days off, so it was perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, it should be a lot of fun, but uh, we're doing good. We're we're trying, you know, I'm really trying to get up on my fitness. I've slowed down on my cardio because I was running like a madman, and after several years of doing that, I've been doing this for over 10 years. I mean, I, well, I've really been doing it my whole life, but... Took a little time off, got fat during culinary school, got out of culinary school, quit drinking, and then I started my journey towards cardio. And it's been a, a, a mainstay in my life for my mental health ever since. But I've been doing it so long now that I felt like I was stagnating. I was just I was running a lot, but I wasn't really focusing on my strength. I wasn't really focusing on body centrism, which is that paying attention to your body and what needs to be strengthened. My back. I have back problems. I need to strengthen my back. I got to strengthen uh, my quads. I got to strengthen certain parts of my body. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this right. So I look at fitness now and weight training, not as something scary and intimidating because it's so easy to talk yourself out of it because, but you don't have to lift heavy every time. It's, it's about showing up and I call it, uh, I just call it, uh, it's like, um, I call it meditation in motion. You know, it's just meditation in motion. You're meditating, you're listening to music, maybe you're listening to a podcast, maybe you're listening to Surviving Empathy Podcast. <laughs> and, it's a perfect uh, workout companion. It's a perfect workout companion. Of course, I don't <laughs> listen to myself. Well, I do sometimes for quality purposes, but not for ego purposes, but occasionally I'll listen. But um, but no, it's, it's just um, I, I'm trying to get my life right. I'm trying to get my health right because uh, we're living in strange times, and that's what why I wanted to start this, uh, do this episode about some of the um, things that test your faith. And I don't mean faith in God. I just mean faith in humanity, faith in the future, faith in waking up every day feeling hopeful about something, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, this show is all about trying to be good people, trying to be forward-thinking, trying to identify regressive and 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 oppressive and tyrannical systems so that um you don't have to you can avoid these things you can see what we're talking about and go oh you know there's probably something to that and adjust your life accordingly because when we live in a society full of freedom uh that freedom isn't always constant that freedom we have to challenge our system we have to uh hold people and systems accountable so that we remain free because, you know, uh, tyranny is a slippery slope and corporations do it, our, our, our government does it, um, and, and, and uh, frankly, human beings do it to each other. And so I wanted to talk about a little bit of something that was on my mind about the skeptical community, my roots in logic and reason and science, um, but how that sometimes goes too far, too, because it's like, Jesus Christ, settle down, Beavis, but... I wanted to start the show with your story, hun. I have written here what Rebecca's going through at work and how it makes you lose faith in humanity. So uh, go ahead and tell your story. Okay. So it's just kind of, you know, stuff happens every day. There's little things here and there. But there was one just a couple days ago, just one day, 
I had a had a guy come up to the desk, wanted to do a return because he had a big container of Tide that had a split on the seam, and mm-hmm. it was all over the back of his car and this and that. And so I just kind of I didn't want him to say, "Oh, you need to pay for detailing." I just wanted to take care of him, get him out of there. So I I just didn't ask him for a receipt; just gave him his money. Yeah. Two seconds later, the the loss prevention guy calls me. Did you just give that guy a refund? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, he just went and grabbed it off the shelf and then brought it up to you. Uh, like fucking being believable. very accusatory to me too. And first right. of all, I'm like, well, why didn't you do your fucking job mm-hmm. and call me when he was there and say, hey, ask him for a receipt because he's trying to to pull one over on you. I think loss prevention because I've done loss prevention. I worked for Target once doing loss prevention. I didn't stay a long time because my boss was a sociopath. I've told that story here on the show but um uh yeah you're you're you are as a loss prevention employee supposed to not only look out for the best interest of the store and not losing too much money um but you're also sometimes you have to you have to make sure that employees aren't stealing too oh yeah so that is a part of it that's a big part of it but that doesn't mean that you have to be accusatory towards them you know, it's like you could have prevented this, but no, instead you chose to bust me instead. What a cynical attitude yeah. to have. Well, and I did have a talk with my manager a couple of days later, and he said, you know, I know the guy that was working. He's like, I always stay as little time as I have to in the office when I'm in there because he just does not have people skills. So, right. first of all, you know. But, yeah, so this guy literally came in, picked up a big thing of Tide off the shelf, cut a hole in it. Shh. And then brought it up to the desk for Ridiculous. a refund. Like, it did not even cross my mind that that would be something that someone would do. Like, well, it Yeah, just... no. It, like, you know, and, 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 and here you are, you know, you, you know, of course you're training. You realize that people pull scams. And nine times out of ten, you ask for a receipt. But it's that one time you get caught off guard. Maybe you're in a good mood. But you just get caught. You know, and I, I can't stand companies that hold their employees accountable for things that happen that the that the customers do like when you told me that um at the uh automated check stands if somebody passes by you with a cart full of stuff you get in trouble for it i'm like oh fuck that i would have fucking well, yeah, you know i, I can't take that kind of stuff that, that's, that's not empowering to the employees no you know? it's not well and it's a it's kind of a catch-22 <clears> because <throat> we're not supposed to approach people yeah, but at the same time, you get, you get in trouble, trouble. self checkout if yeah, someone so, walks out. Yeah, so that's and, the and that's that weird caveat where there's some gray area where they don't want you they 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 bust you if you fail, but then you have no real recourse in doing anything about it if you catch them. So what the f- yeah, what, what exactly, exactly are you supposed yeah. to do? That I don't know. That's why I refuse to work self checkout. Like yeah. I just won't do it. It just seems like they're trying to set you up for failure. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, so then, so yeah, same day, a couple hours later, this guy comes in, you could tell he was a total tweaker. Had right. two two containers of... A lot of, of tweakers around here. Oh, yeah. Two Ugh. containers of pet Scourge. flea medicine. And that is, when it's flea medicine, it's one of our higher dollar... High, do- high dollar things. That's always right. a red flag. Right. Asked him if he had a receipt. No, I don't have a receipt. But my, my girlfriend bought it, and I don't want to, I didn't want to ask her <laughs> for it, because I don't want to make her feel bad for buying it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So call my assistant manager. She comes up. She goes into the office to look at the cameras. And he all of a sudden, he's like, oh, you know, never mind. It's not a big deal. Walks out. So she comes out. She's like, yeah, he and his girlfriend walked in, took it off the shelf. She put it in her purse. They walked outside. He grabbed it, came back in and tried to get money for it. Unbelievable. And then that same night, we were closing up shop. My friend was doing, pulling all the tills and I was talking to her and this guy walked by with a reusable bag full of stuff. And she's like, did he go through any of the registers? And I was like, no. And at that yeah. point, like I tried it. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I try to control my mouth at work. But I just, <laughs> I just looked up and I was like, motherfucker. And just like, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, caught you off guard, you know? Yeah. And then the next day I was talking to my friend at self checkout and there were some people at a register and she's like, yeah, they've already tried to scam something because with bulk items, yeah, they put a code for a cheap item in for, right. a co- in for an expensive item. And she noticed it and said, oh, that's the wrong code. Let me put the right one in for you. Yeah. As they're leaving, they're like, oh, there's something in our cart we decided not to buy. And we have these giant, like, 
they call them chubs, which is pretty funny, actually. <laughs> but it's literally like a three-foot-long tube of ground beef, and it's like 40 mm, bucks. Yeah. Sitting in their cart. And I know <clears throat> we both, I mean, they were going to try to steal it because they had it oh, kind of yeah. hidden. Right. But since they saw that she was paying attention, they decided, oh, we just decided not to buy it. And they left. Right, right. So, yeah, it's just been, it's always been stuff like that, but it's just so much worse lately. And yeah. Well, that's, you know, and it, you know, not only does it seem like you work for one of the more tyrannical type companies, the right wing you In know, some ways, and I don't yeah. mean to make that political. People, you know, I've talked about that before. How there's left leaning companies and there's right leaning companies. I, I don't mean to make that sound bad. I, you know, I don't think all right wingers are bad people. I don't think all right wingers lack morality. It's not about human beings. It's about these systems that the ones that want to exploit and take advantage to the fullest extent of the law and those who want to pay and, and, and reward their em- employees and make yeah. life a little bit better, make the, the culture there better. Uh, like a Walmart, for example, doesn't give a fuck about your health or well-being, whereas maybe Costco or Starbucks, it seems like they're trying a, li- a little bit harder to yeah. create a culture of warmth and humanity yeah and, and the uh, place i'm at is they're kind not, of in they're between. not empowering their employees yeah. sometimes it's yeah. kind of an in-between where i am because yeah. yeah like they took away covid pay the second the state doesn't mandate it anymore which is bullshit because right. that's why i don't have vacation time left right but at the same time because of negotiations with you know seeing what other stores are doing i'm getting a dollar raise as of <clears> yesterday yeah so good, good. it's well i wanted to bring that up because i wanted to talk about you know you come home and you you talk to me about this and um and then i start to get cynical because i've had some bad experiences with people and jobs and things in the past and uh i'm not naturally necessarily a skin a cynical person i'm a skeptic i'm a skeptical person i think people need to prove themselves prove their their goodness because it it just you know it starts to make you feel like 99% of the society around here are all just a bunch of fucking scam artists so yeah. and i know that's not the right no. number i know there's a lot of good people but speak on that a little bit and what it does to your faith in people yeah. faith in humanity it makes it really hard because yeah like 99% of my mm. trans- my interactions are good and people yeah. are nice and people are humble and appreciative right but it's just those ones that stand out because it's so frustrating it just it's wearing on you it gets yeah. really disheartening and well we made a joke out of it when i worked at lowe's you know we you know we get somebody come on the horn you know come on the pa and be like We've got a code 50 and we, we all knew what that meant. And, and so, uh, we would be looking for tweakers who were, you know, roaming the, the, the aisles, uh, trying to pretend like they're shopping, but we knew they were doing a lot of dropping and picking up of things. And we knew they were trying to leave with a bucket full of shit. Yeah. We, and so we would, we would, um, it was, it's called customer servicing them. Yeah. We would annoy them. Yeah. By making our presence known to the point where they realize that there's no way they're going to get away with it, and then they exactly. leave, yeah. and we would disincentivize them that way, you know, by by cu- giving them really attentive customer service. Mm-hmm. And there is a fine line between that and harassment, but but when they're tweakers and they have no soul and they have no sense of humanity, they've lost their uh, fucking minds. These are criminals. These are petty criminals, mm-hmm. you know, who are now trying to make money so they can buy drugs. Um, I know that's yeah. not the majority, but the, the squeaky no, wheel does get the grease, yeah. and it makes you feel like all human beings are just turning into shitheads. Yeah. And, and well, so, to, so, so talk <laughs> on that. What do you think? Uh, have, have we all just become scumbags? and Or, or is it just that, um, you know, like I said, the, the shittier ones are sort of uh, getting all the attention? That's what it is. Yeah. And I think partially, you know, times have gotten really hard. So more people are turning to that kind of stuff, which you kind of don't blame them because, you know, you end up homeless for some reason. What else are you going to do except do drugs to get out of it? Like, yeah, I guess. But, I, but 
So our store is like the cheapest of everything in town. So everybody shops there. And some people, you know, that are tweakers come in and legitimately shop. But it's just, that's the client. We just get everybody. Right. We're next to a freeway. Right. We're about three blocks away from a homeless encampment. Right. It's just... um, Well, and I have tons of sympathy for homelessness. Yeah, For the people who have lost their jobs through this, who are now living by the freeway under a bridge or something. I think that's fucked up. And the first world country, you know, when you have veterans living underneath veteran memorial bridges, I just, the irony just never, ever goes away. Yeah. Well, and my friends and I have talked about it at work. Like, if somebody is stealing food... You don't feel as bad about it. You're like, yeah. okay, you need food. But well, especially if it's modest food. They're not just getting yeah. steak and lobster. Exactly. They're stealing for sustenance. Yeah. And in that regard, it's like, I don't mind stealing bread from the mouths of decadence. Like, I, if you got to exactly. actually survive, mm-hmm. okay, I can almost... Yeah. I can get behind but when you that. you know it's someone stealing a cart full of, like, our most, most expensive so like, they can, variety items in the yeah. store so they can sell it and buy drugs, then yeah. it's a problem. Yeah. Because but, they're getting food stamps, too. Yeah. Most of them are. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you can't use your food stamps for what it's intended, and you're and that's what they do. They pull all these scams, or they use up their food stamp money on expensive items, and then they sell it back for money or they try to get it back in some way for money, whether it be with the store or with yeah. people around them, their friends and family or whatever. And then they use that money for fucking crank. And, yeah. you know, and I've talked about speed and crank and meth. You, you want to talk about a bad drug. That drug will kill your fucking soul faster than anything. And so I don't trust tweakers. I don't like yeah. them. I don't trust them. And it will fuck, people up faster than anything i mean they're ingesting fucking drano man and it just makes their soul drano and so so what do we do then babe Uh, when we're we can't just quit our job we have to go through the peaks and valleys of life how do we maintain our faith in humanity in a time where there's so many fucking jerky scummy critters out there what's going on yeah one thing I did want to mention is it's kind of funny because you know they think they're coming in there and they're being all slick mm-hmm. and like they're going to get away with it when the second they walk in you're like oh we got to keep an eye on that one like they yeah. think they're so slick with it but oh yeah it, it's so easy it, to identify yeah. they're looking around they they're looking shady yeah. mm-hmm. they look like they haven't combed their hair in 15 years yeah. and, and and they're always looking around like Mm-hmm. Yeah, they th- they think they're playing so casual. Yeah, it's like I no. Know. It's, I, yeah. When I was working at Lowe's, it was so easy to identify. But but you but, can but, tell, but seriously though, where where do regular people who pay their dues, pay their taxes, go to their jobs despite having a mental health problem or despite having soul crushing anxiety or soul crushing uh, uh, depression or whatever? How do regular people who are playing by the rules? Um, put up with uh, not just the scumbags of the world, but the political scumbaggery, uh, all the negativity, all the bad people in the world. How can we focus on the good and somehow uh, come out the other end still being righteous and good and feeling good about life? How do we do that in such a way without letting all of that sort of just make us completely jaded? I am extremely lucky in the fact that I work with really good people that Mm -hmm. I like, that I get along with, that I share values with, that I consider friends. So we just talk shit all day. Yeah, it helps. And we laugh and we joke. (laughs) I'm a shit talker too. Well, that's what I try to say on the show is like, I am a kind, gentle person. I'm a loving person. Um, But some people just lack self-awareness and sometimes... Just for therapy, you got to talk a little shit, man. Yeah. You got to talk we, shit. <laughs> we do. And you just, you try to realize, you try to take heart and, and focus on the good interactions because there are a lot of those as well every yeah. day. There's nice people. There's gracious people. There's just yeah, people sure. that are really nice. And I also have a very great manager. Like I went and had a talk with him the other day and I spent like 20 minutes in there and Kind of said, you know, this is all the stuff that happened yesterday, and just want to yeah. let you know in case you see me in a corner crying. And no. but um, and yeah, I was like, I just want to talk about some stuff yesterday, and you know, I got scammed on a return. He's like, oh, the tide thing. 
So it almost felt like LP had told him because they're trying to get me in trouble. Yeah. And his literal answer when I told him how it happened, he's like, I would have done the same thing. You did the right thing. Don't well, worry about and it. And the thing is, is that LP, yes, they do have to look out for the employees as much as the customers, too. But it's your job to fucking protect the employees before yeah. you 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 protect the customers. Yeah. In other words, you're not looking to bust people. And that's yeah. the problem with bad bosses or bad employers is that they're always looking to bust people instead of empower them. When you're always looking for a reason to bust people, you've become cynical and you don't understand how to prioritize your job. Like when I was in the firefighter academy, we were taught to first defend life, then defend property. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, they're supposed to be defending life over property. So when they get cynical like that and want to lump all the employees in the same uh, a category as the scumbags who are in there stealing and thieving and acting a fool. It's like, dude, we are employees. We're where is you know? It's kind of like camaraderie. Where yeah, the, they don't exactly. understand. They like to think that they're separate and superior, and that's why I got out of it because it's like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, and it's yeah, I think <laughs> it's know, that it's one bullshit. in particular, but. But yeah, my manager made it a point to say a couple times, I would have done the exact same thing. I probably wouldn't have asked for a receipt. <clears throat> You were taking care of the customer. That's your job. Yeah. That's what you did. So he was very, very cool about it. And Well, and I'm so glad that you have a boss that's nice and that, oh, yeah. and that there is a sense of um, camaraderie at your store because if you were just working with a bunch of shitheads, I don't think you'd be there still. I wouldn't. I the quality quit, yeah. of your boss and the quality of your um, friendships that you make at your work make or break the job. It does. Yeah. You know, oh, it really absolutely. does. Yeah. And it was nice talking to him also because, he's, you know, we were talking about how much more theft there is and stuff. And yeah. he said at first he kind of thought the rule was stupid about not approaching people anymore. Mm-hmm. But he said until I saw a video of someone in one of our stores getting shot because they approached somebody. Yeah, I mean, folks and, are going nuts these days. Yeah. And, um, and that's just it. We're living in uh, not just serious times, but we're living in strange times. But more than that, we are living in scary times mm-hmm. where some people, you don't know their state of mind. They might be desperate and they might be on drugs. Yeah. And so you don't know. That's why I tell you, babe, don't flip people off because you might. And just I don't run- anymore. Yeah, yeah, because you flip off a driver who cuts you off and you might just end up in a situation where they put, you know, they shoot you or they run yeah. you off the road because there's people out there. You know, yes, the vast majority of people are like you and me, good, hardworking, regular folks just trying to get by. But there's a lot of people with arrogance. There's a lot of people with egos. And then there's just unhinged, the unhinged minority, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, would be willing to go to prison for life over some random well, yeah, Dang. and in this situation, you know. it was, I think it was one of the lead clerks, and it wasn't even somebody trying to steal. They had denied him alcohol, mm-hmm. and he was throwing a fit. Yeah. So the person just literally went to the, the door just to see what kind of car they got into, because we like to kind of keep that information. Sure. And the, the We used person, to build cases. We yeah. build cases on their faces and on so their cars. So all they did was everything. literally just yeah. go to the door, and the person turned around and shot them. God, that's crazy. So, and so and well, my, over nothing. Over oh. nothing. Yeah. So my yeah. manager was just Scary. like, that's when you realize it's just <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. It's not more important than your well, life. That's so. why I have a problem with, you know, tell them about the rule about how many times something can happen at self-checkout before you, the employee, get mm. in trouble. There's a dollar amount for, for walkouts, basically. Yeah. And it's like $30. But... And that's so, where per, per that's week where, or per, per month? week oh, okay. per week. And that's so you, where I so, think so that you could have thirty dollars lost per week, and if it's more than that, then you get what written up. Yeah, yeah. And I think I don't if, like that. I, I don't either. And the, I think someone at self checkout would have a very good case. Like, okay, you can't. You tell me I can't stop them, but if I don't stop them. You know, yeah. I lose my job. What and the thing retro- is, there's what, what's, there, your, what's your course of action? Yeah. I don't see it. And there are people that, you know, just mm. walk out with a cart full. And that's not even considered a walkout because it's not like they started the transaction and then you you missed them paying or not paying yeah. and walk out. So they that just, doesn't count against well, you. That it, doesn't. You but were, it's still. Well, you were telling me about how these tweakers, they're a little community of cockroaches. 
And when they learn new rules of engagement, they tell each other. Mm-hmm. So they know now that, hey, guess what, you guys? They can't tackle us anymore. Hey, guess oh, yeah. what, you guys? It's, they can't stop us it's anymore. It's very well known that And so they know can't. that, and yeah. they'll abuse it. Some people will just abuse it. They'll fill up their cart full of hundreds of dollars of shit and literally know that you can't do anything and just walk out brazenly. I saw like, a video oh my God. online, I don't know, probably a year or two ago at Ulta. And yeah. these three women had these giant tote bags just full of <laughs> all the perfume and the expensive stuff at Ulta. Yeah. And the employees were literally standing there at the door filming them because they couldn't stop them. And right. the women were just like, bye, yeah. see you later. Like, yeah. But don't they realize that, guess what? Now you you're on camera and now you're... you're yeah, not only are you on camera, and now we have a case against you, but the next time you come here, the police could inter- yeah. interve- intervene. Yeah, but so. it's just, yeah, so it's 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 for employee safety, oh, yeah. but it's gotten out of hand because now everybody knows it, so uh, it's yeah. just gone crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. So. Well, and I have a meme here that I kind of pulled because it kind of reminded me of all this, and uh, the meme says... Uh, it was on my Instagram the other day, and it says, I think we're all far more burnt out than we realize. And then this guy, uh, this this girl, uh, responds, no, no, I realize it. I'm just driving despite the check engine light being on. <laughs> yeah. And I got a bunch of likes on that because, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, shit, man. I don't think any of our motors are running quite right. I mean, it's kind of like our truck. We haven't <laughs> we haven't done a fucking oil change on it in a year uh, because we use the synthetic oil. Way more than that. Yeah, and that's so embarrassing to me. <laughs> but I don't drive it anymore, so I'm like, eh, you know, you kind of let it go. And because and you, I barely drive it. I mean, well, I'm I was two miles sit, away or well, whatever. And and yeah, that's part of the reason why I've just kind of grown distracted. I've I've gotten distracted to help you with that, and then. Uh, uh, and then, uh, because it's synthetic oil, you can go sixteen thousand miles without oil before it will burn up your engine. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember that. I'm like, ah, it'll be fine. I'll just add more oil once a year. It'll be fine. As and long I know as we that check the level before I drive to Corvallis next week. That is so <laughs> much not me, but I think yeah. just the times we're in with COVID and people and all the things. I mean, like this morning, I wake up and uh, my my. Our, our phone bill went up $25 because it used to be that on the Google Fi, they would pay up to you that you get 10 free gigs and anything over that you pay for. Every gig is like, you know, $10. Well, now they're saying every gig is $10 and there, there, was, there is no 10 gig minimum. It's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You're just changing the rules on us arbitrarily, and now I have to pay more? Because, yeah. I don't know, I think Google is going through a restructuring. They've, been, they've had their ass sued by Sonos. They've had their ass sued by so many people. Uh, people aren't liking their new stuff. They don't like the Pixel 6. You know, it's like, hey, I don't know. Maybe instead of being these hippie liberal kumbaya multicultural weirdos which i'm all for of course but maybe pay less attention to image and more attention to doing your fucking job right yeah, yeah you know exactly it. like i just there is it, like any every time i watch a commercial now it's like it's like a chinese woman married to a black man and they have three kids and they're all from africa like i mean hey i love multiculturalism but what what why when it, when it feels it forced. feels forced then it feels so cheesy yeah yeah i mean i i'm all for lesbian couples i have a good friend jennifer who's married she's 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 gay she's got a, a, a son what do i care good good yeah multiculturalism so, is a good a thing but times, when it's used as a as a, a means for a corporate uh, pro, pro, product placement i'm like ah. Oh, it feels so yeah. cheesy and handy. And I don't know how you know? some companies pull it off where it feels natural. Yeah. Because it is natural. It feels more natural when they do it right. some companies are just, yeah, it's they're so obvious They're so hammy about it. Yeah. And they're just trying, all they're trying to do is win over liberal-minded people. That's it. They've already let go of conservatives. They've already let go of old school people. They're just, they're trying to win over the new young generation. And I'm for, whatever. hey, but, yeah. I'm for multiculturalism. I don't mind when it's done right. Like the, the commercial we saw yesterday, the paint commercial where she's like, I like lasagna. 
you know, that one, you know, she's married to an Asian man and they have a half Asian, half white daughter. Fine. It was done correctly. But when it's like, it feels like they're trying to create, it's a small ride world. I'm just like, oh God, quit laying it on so thick. It's so hammy. Yeah. It's not the multiculturalism I have a problem with. It's almost like we've become allergic to people being white. Oh, we can't put white men in our commercials because they don't test as well as black women or something. It's like, man, did we get to the point where we just all are afraid of white males? Like, I'm a white male and I'm as forward thinking as they come. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's because unfortunately... A lot of the white males in power are yeah. the ones that are causing all the problems. And it causes and a just, fucking brand it, yeah. image problem yeah. for white dudes. Yeah. It's like, I've got fingernail polish on, for Christ's sake. I got blue hair right now. What are you talking about? You yeah. know? Yeah. I'm forward thinking. And uh, I, I fight for progress. I fight for all people. It's just that I don't like this feeling as an empath of feeling hated on. Because I was born with a penis. Sorry. <laughs> like, what yeah. can I do about it? You know? Yeah, I know. Oh, goodness. But anyways, but uh, but but the, getting back to this meme, I mean, yeah, I mean, it talks about burnout, how we're all just burning out. We're just all running on empty. Uh, we're running with the check engine light out. And so what would be your advice, if any, to people who are just kind of burning the candle at both ends, if you will? It's really hard. It and is. You just try. You try to focus on the good stuff. You try to. Hopefully, you have like-minded people at work that you can kind of bond over the whole shit experience with. Yeah. Make your home your sanctuary. Make and, sure you have hobbies and things that you love doing. Yeah, and, and that's what I say. Is sense of humor is key, that you guys. Is definitely. You know yes. the reason why I've got a kind of a kind of a irreverent sense of humor is because I've been on this planet long enough where I'm probably legally insane. Uh, I call it manic, <laughs> but it gets me through, man, because if I took this shit seriously, you know, every day I'm look, looking at articles about how fit and perfect I have to be. Eat this, not that. Do this. Oh, mm-hmm. you're training wrong. Oh, you're eating wrong. Oh, you're living wrong. Oh, you're not sleeping enough. Yes, I'm going to fucking die. Yes, I get it. I, I don't sleep enough. I eat wrong and I'm going to die. Thank you for telling me that and forcing it down my throat yeah. every single day. Now, yeah. I know those articles are meant just to kind of uh, give us a pep talk and say, hey, you know, you could be doing this a little better. And I, sometimes I share those with you guys because I want you guys to be fit and feel better. Um, but at the end of the day, it feels like we're becoming a perfectionist society of fucking yuppies. Yeah. And so I have to have a sense of humor in all this because it's like, I'm, dude, I am not the target demographic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've lived a life of so many hardships and so much grief that I really could be go to the dark side and be a very dark, serious person. But I just learned that, man... You got to laugh in the face. You got to laugh in the face of fear, man. You just got to laugh and just go, yep. You know, because where do we all think we're going? We're all going to blast off to fucking uh, Uranus and start a new colony up there. We're all going to die someday. We're all doomed. Why not make the fucking best of your life and relax? I mean, we're all becoming so technologically crazy. Uh, Go, go, go. Forward, forward, forward. And I'm a futurist. I get it. I love technology. Mm -hmm. I love you know, new stuff. I love tinkering. I love reading about tech. But at the end of the day, this shit ain't saving our soul, man. At the end of the yeah. day, we've got to simplify this stuff, don't you think? Yeah. I, yeah. I we got to get in touch yeah. with our humanity, our heart and soul. And we're not going to do that by always looking at politics and the hate culture or always looking at the news and how many people died today. Like, Jesus Christ. You know, it's like, I always think back to that um, Obama speech where he's like, you know, all of the Republicans are fear mongering this and that. And I go outside and the sun's out, the birds are chirping. Seems like a pretty good day. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's just, it gets so easy when you're listening to the wrong people to be fooled, to be fooled into being scared all the time. It's a, the media sensationalism, it's not just clickbait anymore. I don't mind a little bit of clickbait. Shit, I go there sometimes. Wait, when I talk about fucking aliens and ghosts, what? 
I want you to listen to my show because we have something to say about it. So I will sometimes title things in such a way that, hey, I'm going to try to get your attention. But I'm not trying to deceive you. I'm not trying to scare people. What is that? And do they think that's how they, they're going to sell newspapers? Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the stuff that gets the attention because right. it's, it's horrible or it's stressful or depressing or yeah well and and and, and that's the thing though i've learned is that you know um calm down everybody just take a day off from your technology take a day off from social media take a day off from thinking you have to keep up with the joneses or keep up with your fitness perfect i took a couple weeks off and now i'm back into my weight training and you know my resting heart rate when i was running a lot was in the high 50s to the low 60s and now i'm in the high 60s so what it's still under 70 and i'm now feeling better because i'm feeling strong yeah you know so i just i guess i'm just at a point where i i feel like this culture is trying to just scare everyone and it is it's creating a soulless society it's just a society of scared people yeah, scare it, it, you and then guilt trip you into if you're not doing the right. If you're not doing what they your, want you to do, if you're not spending your weekends hiking and doing this and that. Then you're just not you're not living life right, or you're not living to the fullest, or or we like, don't want to know you. Yeah, like, good. I don't want to know you either. <laughs> Bitch, at work the other day, I hit seventeen thousand steps along with the mental stress. So I'm fucking exhausted on my days off. So you know what? I'm going to sit here. <laughs> well, and believe it or not, that is exercise. That's why I don't get yeah. on your case as much as I get on my mom's case. Is because my mom is retired and she's, you know, living a sedentary lifestyle. And so I worry about her. I worry about her cardio and I worry about her health. With you, you're working your ass off. You're probably, well, maybe not. But you're. I would say you're. you're, you're pretty fit. Yeah. You're not as fit as me because I run a lot, but I mean, yeah. you're fit. And Well, that freaking store is so big. If I go to the back room from where I am at customer service twice a day, it's probably fucking quarter of a mile there and back. Like, that store oh, yeah. is fucking it's enormous. enormous. It's I know. so big. <laughs> yeah. So just walking around, even just going to an aisle somewhere, like, yeah, I walk a lot. And I'm a customer service person. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, Do you have anything else to say? Because I'm going to change top. I'm going to pivot a little bit. I we set all that up. Mm-hmm. I always arrange these in such a way where it's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look what I did there. No, I think, all right, clever. I think I'm good. You just just <laughs> to reiterate. You just have to try. It's, yeah. And I'm. I can be a very you negative. Have to what? Negative. I didn't hear you you I, said I, I have to, and then you cut well, off. I'm kind of. I'm kind of. Well. I'm. I'm. Elaborating on it. Oh, oh okay. So, because I am a very, I can be a very negative, cynical person. We, yes. So it's so can hard I. to concentrate on the good stuff, but you have to try to because yeah. that's that's what helps. And you have a sense of humor about your cynicism. You have a sense of humor yeah. about people. We we don't mock and make fun of people, good people. We mock and make fun of people who sort of deserve it. You know, they're the people who are asking for it, you know, and it's okay. What are we supposed to kumbaya and love everybody? You can't, yeah. you can't love everyone. Yeah. I mean, my show is about kindness and compassion and, and making sure to give each other a break for crying out, out loud. Yeah. But at the same time, there's just going to be some people you can't reach. And those people lack self-awareness. Those people lack morality or ethics or, and they, or they just lack the understanding that um, you're not giving me humanity, so why should I give you hum- humanity? There's a mm-hmm. reciprocity there. Yeah, yeah, you there know, is. yeah. Yep. Anyways, I wanted to kind of pivot here. Um, the next topic is skepticism versus cynicism, and where to draw the line. You know, um, when I was going through uh, my religious sort of. Uh, crisis if you will i was having a spiritual malaise i was i wasn't believing in god as much anymore i i had devoted my life to christianity and the the word of the of of the bible and all that and uh for many many years i tried to live as a good clean living person but life just got worse and weirder and more unusual and then you start seeing the sort of the agendas on the extreme evangelical right and the wealth agendas and the um, sort of the deceptions there. Um, and I know that doesn't make up the entirety of religious people. I get that. That's why I give 
most religious people a break. I get it. Everybody needs faith. Um, and so I, I kind of clung for a while to the atheist community. I discovered this show called The Atheist Experience on YouTube. It's hosted by a guy named Matt Dillahunty. He's a cool guy. I like the guy. Very open-minded usually. But sometimes he strikes me as so fucking, like, why do you care so much? He he treats the world like we're all stupid. And yes, they are. There's a lot of dumb people out there. I get that. But he doesn't understand that the smart ones aren't going to allow their magical thinking. He he, he likes to talk about how we have to have a, a mindset of skepticism when it comes to ghosts, when it comes to the afterlife, when it comes to God, when it comes to angels, when it comes to anything magical, when it comes to psychic powers, when it comes to anything that's not scientifically grounded, we're supposed to take the approach of then it doesn't exist. Now, I think they do that for a sense of control over their own life and their own mental health. Um, but it gets to the point where they then start getting to a point where they start thinking we're all fucking stupid, like as if, uh, you know, because I believe in ghosts, somehow I'm going to now what? Vote for Trump? I'm, the world's <laughs> going to crash and burn? I mean, you know, yes, it is a slippery slope. I've talked about that on the show before, mm-hmm. but it sometimes goes too far. It's like, Jesus Christ, Matt, take a fucking chill pill. I mean,. Yes, we want there to be rational-minded people. And I think he's afraid that when people are overly religious, that religiosity creates a lot of right-wing Christians, and then people start voting for these fake usurpers like Trump, and then our, and we become more fascistic, and we become uh, just a more tyrannical and less open-minded society that's not grounded in reality, not grounded in fact, and not grounded in good science and good logical reason. Now, I get all that, 